Hello, and welcome to Weatherstone Capital Management's January 2018 podcast. With 2017 now in the books, it was a good year for stock market investors. We had the least volatile year that we've had for stocks since Standard & Poor's started keeping track of their data back in 1928. Uh, It was the first year since 1928 in which every month for the S&P 500 was higher. Stocks generally increased by uh, about 20% or a little bit higher based upon some indexes. And foreign markets were a little bit stronger than U.S. indexes by about 3% higher to about 24 to 25% range generally. So a nice steady year, um, not too much to... uh, talk about in terms of volatility or big financial market events. As we start looking at 2018, we have some shifting trends that are going to be important to watch. The first, and I think most important one, is interest rates. Um, The expectation was for two to three interest rate hikes in 2017. We ended up with three, and that didn't really derail the stock market to any significant extent or seem to put much of a damper on the economy. As we move into 2018, the expectation is for three hikes with an outside possibility that maybe you get as many as four. So as uh, we have pressure begin to build from tax cuts and things stimulating the economy that maybe we need to balance out the interest rate levels a bit more, that may start to bite a little bit more into uh, financial market performance and things of that nature as you start to get a little bit more um, competition from shorter-term bonds and things like that. In terms of the bond market overall, last year was a pretty slow year for bonds, typically low single-digit returns in that area. Headwinds are going to continue to be there as the short-term interest rates move higher, but with global interest rates still being quite low, the likelihood that we see a significant spike higher um, is not uh, really that high of a probability at the moment. The key level to watch for uh, interest rates is about 2.65% on a 10-year Treasury bond. Um, Currently, we're a little bit over 2.5%, so that's not too far away. Um, But that's the highest level that we have seen in the past few years. So if we started to take and move above that, trending higher, that could uh, start to become a bit more of a negative for housing markets and other segments of the economy that uh, tend to rely heavily upon borrowing. As we look at areas that are potentially favorable or unfavorable in the uh, the current environment, we've talked in the past about the the fact that we are pretty favorable towards foreign stocks on both a valuation level and as global economic growth is beginning to pick up and become more steady and consistent. When we look at similar periods in the past where U.S. stocks have been quite a bit more expensive than foreign stocks, Historically, what we have found is that foreign stocks will tend to outperform U.S. stocks by about 3% per year on average. And so that's one of the reasons that uh, we have increased exposure in many of our portfolios to the international markets is because that higher expected return. Another area that's been a bit more volatile but looks pretty good as we move into 2018 is the energy sector. Energy, as we've had the the very large decline in oil over the past number of years and then some rebound and some volatility since then, has gone from in uh, 2015 being the worst performing sector in the S&P 500, 2016 being the best performing sector in the S&P 500, and last year back to being the worst performing sector. 
energy is quite strong as we're moving into 2018, largely due to oil prices continuing to move higher and starting to hit some of the best levels in about two and a half years. If that momentum continues, energy, which has been a pretty out of favor and unloved area of the market, may find uh, a lot more people interested as uh, oil prices start to maybe move to a higher range in a 60 to $80 per range as opposed to the 40 to $60 range that we have seen over the, the past number of years. So we would put that as our uh, best potential surprise sector to do well as we move into 2018. As we look at other market um, notes of interest, one thing that we look at in terms of what's our long-term backdrop and expected return for stocks stems from how are investors allocating their money across stocks, bonds, and cash. This is a series of uh, statistics that the Federal Reserve has been keeping since back in the 1950s. And essentially, you have a pretty high correlation that when investors are owning lots of stocks as a percentage of their overall portfolio, that over the long run, uh, as we measure 10 years, stocks tend to not do as well as when they've been out of favor. With uh, stocks being quite heavily owned and looking at kind of the regression um, analysis that correlates with future returns, it tells us to expect that over the next 10 years, investors in the S&P should look for about a uh, 4.13% total return in the S&P 500, which is historically pretty low. Um, That number is typically within about two percentage points of kind of the range 10-year numbers turn out to. So hopefully it will be higher than that, may potentially be a little bit lower than that. So the reality is that investors who are expecting to make 10 to 12% types of returns over the next 10 years don't have history on their side at this point. Does that tell us a lot about what to expect for the next, say, six months, 12 months, or things like that? Not necessarily. That doesn't really correlate very well with what to expect in the short term. So 2018 could be a very good year. Speaking of that, although we don't try to make predictions about what to expect in the year ahead and prefer to look at our very short-term models and look at things on a week-by-week basis, one indicator of note is uh, one that typically says the first five trading days of January can give you an insight into what happens in the year. And historically, looking back over a long range of data, um, if you have a down first five days, the stock market tends to be flat to uh, slightly lower during the remaining portion of the year. If the stock market is up, but up less than 2%, then on average a gain of about 9.6% for the remainder of the year. In years in which the gain in the first five days is above and beyond 2%, you tend to be uh, about a 12.5% rate of return for the year. So that bodes well for 2018 and at least having us off to a good start for the year. As it comes to the Weatherstone portfolios, as we've moved into 2018, we continue to remain quite heavily invested in stocks, have not really been making any adjustments to our asset allocations as very few things have uh, have changed so far. In our bond portfolios, we tend to remain a bit more cautious, trying to move away from things that are more interest rate sensitive towards things that are a bit more economically sensitive. The bottom line is that as we move into 2018, it's pretty much a continuation of what we have seen in 2017. We'll see how tax reform um, impacts corporate earnings as we scroll through the next few quarters and whether that uh, gives an additional boost to the financial markets. 
With that, that wraps up this month's podcast. We wish you a healthy and happy and prosperous 2018. Thank you.